Hi everybody, Indigenous Man, I'm school teacher and I make money in traveling the world. And she's a coach, Shetty Shetty. Thank you to our lovely co-host and daughter, Rianne Shetty. She's learning how to podcast already. She's only five years old. And uh, it's actually Halloween today. It's October 31st, 2017. And we're here in beautiful Santiago, Chile. She's already dressed up as a you? Minnie Mouse. Yes. And we're going to be going trick-or-treating in the mall. They don't do trick-or-treating like they do back in Canada or the U.S. in the houses. So we're going to go explore it and check out how is, how is Halloween here in San Diego. And make sure you check out more of our pictures, videos, blog posts as we travel around South America. We've been to 12 countries in South America. And from Chile, we're actually heading over to Argentina and in Uruguay. Once we hit Uruguay, we'll be done every country in South America, which is 13 out of 13. And one of our major family goals is to be the first family in human history to visit every country in the world. So stay tuned as we make progress towards that. Right now, we're at 73 countries on six continents, so still a long way to go. And uh, on today's uh, interview, we actually have a fellow world traveler, fellow digital nomad, Mitchell, who's actually uh, a particularly a specialist in the area of uh, budget travel and travel hacking and house sitting. And uh, not only do we uh, love to teach people how to make money while traveling the world, but we love people teaching people how to save money, two things like house sitting and uh, travel hacking and much more. So that's what we're going to be covering about uh, on this episode. Mitch and Mitch's wife, they're actually uh, the founders of Travel Lores, and they're actually expecting parents. Their baby is due in May of uh, next year, so their life's going to change radically, but uh, I know they have a lot of travels in their future pl family plans as well. So we're going to be funny about Mitch's uh, uh, blog as well, called Travel Lores. Uh, so Mitch, uh, you're welcome to the show. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing great. Very excited to be here. This is pretty cool. This is really, really cool. <laughs> it is very cool. We love having uh, you know, fellow travelers on the show to share the insights into budget travel, etc. So Mitch, uh, why don't we uh, get to know you a little bit? You want to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourself today? Yeah, so uh, so my name is Mitch Lore, hence the name Travel Lore. My last name is Lore. And uh, Sarah's not with us today. She's actually, um, she's just over here. She's sick today. Uh, the the blessings of morning sick, sickness. So uh, we're, we're dealing with that right now. Um, but yeah, so my wife and I, we've been married just, we're just shy of three years. And when we got married, we, we well, one, we dated long distance from Arizona to New York uh, for a couple months. And then we finally met, decided to get married. And we said, hey, we want to be travelers. Like that's something we want to do. And we want to experience the world and the amazing things that it has to offer. So we set our minds to kind of understanding how to do this travel hacking and this budget travel. And it took us like a year and a half of really hard work and job changes and house moves and a bunch of other things to really figure out a good system that worked for us. And uh, we just returned back from a, it was about a 12 week, 12 to 13 week trip from the East coast of the United States around the West side of Europe. Um, so we covered five countries in Europe, and then we just got back last week. So we're we're uh, <laughs> we're pretty fresh. Um, it's good to be uh, enjoying the comforts of America right now, but uh, we definitely are starting to get the itch to get traveling again. But we've got a little bit little bit to wait before we wait for the little one to come up. So yeah, that's kind of that's that's where we're at right now in a in a quick breathful. But uh, we're excited to be here, and we're an open book. So let 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 me have it here, Ricky. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to drill you with some hard questions. So I actually had a chance to look at your website, Mitch, and it says you flew to France, Spain, London, Portugal, 
for about four hundred dollars, you were there uh, doing free accommodation, traveling for sixteen weeks and uh, six flights, six countries, and you only spend about four hundred uh, total per uh, for the both of you. So, how is that yeah. even possible? You know, walk us, <laughs> walk us through that. Yeah, I, I, I give you a quick yeah. overview and uh, dive a little bit deeper into that trip. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we well, I'll kind of tell you. There's a a lot of lessons learned before we took a trip like that. Um, but the way that we made that happen, we traveled from we traveled from New York to okay, let me get this right. So we traveled from New York to France and then France to Spain, Spain to London, and then from London to Portugal, and then we went from Portugal back to London and then home. Um, we did all that for roughly it was like four hundred and ten dollars, I think, just shy four hundred and ten dollars, and that was the combination of flight points. Um, really cheap budget flights that we were able to find out in uh, the Europe, uh, the European area. And uh, just a com accommodation of those travel points that we had been accruing for a year and a half and kind of figuring how to do that. And then the, the budget travel or the accommodations, that's where uh, I need to actually update that because we made some changes due to my wife being pregnant, doing, due to Sarah being pregnant. <laughs> we actually cut our trip short. We had 16 weeks of accommodations completely taken care of for free via house sitting but we ended up actually only doing um, 10 weeks of, of house sitting, but still like we, I think we, so yeah, we did six different house sits. Yeah, four, yeah, five or six different house sits and all of those countries. And I think we only got it, we had two Airbnbs during that, that 10 week time. Um, and it was just like two or three days in between house sits that we had to do that, but we were able to lock up all of our house sits pretty consecutively. So between flights or flight points and then uh, travel hacking that way and and house sitting like we hardly spent anything out of what we would have been spending at home uh, We actually saved money on rent because we were living rent free for 10 or 10 weeks and uh, Yeah, I mean that's what made it the trip the the trip successful and that's why we're so passionate about it is because we're the we're the poor married or young poor married couple and Usually you're not supposed to be able to travel like we just did <laughs> So yeah, we're, we're excited to kind of share about that and that's what we're we're building our blog the travel lures and everything like that to do yeah, you know, uh, definitely uh, newlyweds is definitely a struggle when you're first starting out uh, for a lot of people. And uh, travel definitely gets put on the back burner, maybe just doing road trips around your province or your state or your hometown. But uh, you've actually traveled a lot internationally as well. So very inspiring. And you've done it on a budget, which is the best thing. So uh, why don't you walk us through the origin? Yeah. Uh, how do you get into travel hacking and house sitting? Uh, tell us about the origin story there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so... Like many people who desire to do the long-term travel or get an idea, like it first enters their mind, it's usually through books or podcasts. And the book that struck home with me was um, was a combination between the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss and Vagabonding by Ralph Potts. So that's a that's a favorite in that community or in that area of of world travelers and whatnot. So I studied those religiously. I actually have um, I still have the Four Hour Work Week on my desk at all times. I always revisit it. Um, it's kind of the travel Bible or the the business Bible as well. So we like I fell in love with that. I fell in love with just the understanding of finding good deals, and and a lot of people find that stressful of like, oh, I got to find a flight that's cheap and da 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 da. And and we, my wife and I, we really just we decided, you know what? Like everyone talks about how travel is not affordable. Their first thoughts like, I can't afford to travel. Like I'm going to school full time or. I can't get time off work or I, I can't afford to spend $1,500 on flights from the U S to, 
to Europe and back. So we decided, you know what, like we're going to figure this out. We're going to make it happen and we're going to create and design the life that we want to, we want to live. And that's when we found, uh, I believe he was on your show just before me. I'm not exactly sure when, but Travis Sherry found him extra pack of peanuts.com. And I went through a couple different things. I'm a big, uh, big um, promoter of their ecosystem, him and Jason Moore of their podcasts and their community location indie, which I believe you're a part of, right, Ricky? Yeah, I'm a big advocate. I'm a part of Location Indie. We actually had Travis on the show just a few episodes ago. So if you missed that episode, make sure you check out Travis's show. Jason's on the radar too. I uh, messaged him back and forth. So he's on the show as well. So yeah, big advocate of both Travis and Jason, both of the podcasts and all the stuff they're doing. So yeah, uh, on the same page here. Yeah, it's a, I'm like I can't I can't preach to them enough or plug them into this episode or to this uh, interview enough <laughs> because those guys have basically given us the tools or showed us that at least the encouragement that we needed um, along with those tools to really just radically change our lives and that's that's what my wife and I are really ambitious about doing because um, and and I'll I won't get too in depth with the travel hacking because Travis does touch that and I don't want it to be too much of a repeat. Um, I've, I mean, we do pretty much everything that, that Travis teaches in his course, uh, to get to where we were going, where we get the, the amplified points or, or amplify your points earning and on the credit card perks and everything like that. So, but what, what really changed for us and that what I really, I mean, we were labeling this in the course that we're building is, is house sitting. It's the gateway to long-term travel. Um, because the biggest, the biggest hurdle for us, once we figured out the flights, Okay, sweet. So we we did a travel or we did a test run to Hawaii with this travel points back last May, and or this yeah just this past May. So we went to Hawaii for a week and we kind of just wanted to test out these travel points and kind of really understand how to use them to our best of our ability. And and so we actually paid for Sarah's ticket round trip um, and went to Hawaii. Or she her ticket was paid for for free, and then I got a budget budget flight out there and we did a round trip flight for two people for four hundred bucks to Hawaii, which was really really cool. And so that's when we were like, okay, this is totally possible. And then house sitting came up and we started looking at, and, and to kind of explain what house sitting is, because <laughs> this is like, some people are probably like, okay, what, what is house sitting? It's kind of a weird thing, but it's so awesome. And it's actually more popular in Europe and Australia than it is anywhere else in the world right now, um, especially the United States, because the United States, I don't know what it is here in the United States, but when we tell our friends, family, and people here, they're like, you do what? Like how, like why, why would you do that? Um, and it's because our conception of travel or our understanding of travel is just so askewed to this seven day blitz of I'm gonna buy everything I can buy, I'm gonna do everything I can do in the one location as fast as I can, and then you come home wanting a vacation from your vacation exhausted, but you have to go back to work. So <laughs> we looked for an outlet that didn't do that and that was house sitting. So basically what we do is there's other people in the world that want to take vacations, but they have pets and they can either put their pets in a boarding house where they or like a pet hotel, which is out there, or they can have people come and house sit and watch their pets. And um, there's a couple different platforms. I'll actually tell your audience what those are here in just a minute um, on how they connect kind of the communities of, of travelers and, how, and hosts. But uh, we found a couple really, really cool houses in like these little southern French towns, like where we were living right, right next to a castle and and in southern Spain, where we were living, uh, we we're living 20 minutes away from the beach. Like it was really, really cool. And so we decided to do that. And what we did is, I mean, you end up 
walking people's dogs once or twice a day. Sometimes they have medicine you have to take care of and we take care of their dogs in exchange for a free stay. And that, that resulted for us in 10 to 11 weeks of complete free accommodations. So it, it took both of those hurdles out of, of traveling long-term or even just traveling as a vacation. Like it took the hurdles out of expensive flights and accommodations. So all we had to do was pay for food, which we'd be doing here anyways um, <laughs> in the United States. And then we had to, uh, basically pay for transportation like locally. So either renting a car or taking public transportation, which is usually relatively cheap or similar to what you pay for gas and a car payment here. So it kind of, it, it was kind of weird. It, like, oh, we didn't really save very much money uh, before we left. And and we kind of took off living off about 1300 bucks a month. So it was pretty great. It was pretty rad. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty rad indeed. Uh, you know, there's uh, this four major classes. <laughs> you mentioned the airfare, the hotel, the sightseeing and the transport. And if you can cut those mm -hmm. two major costs, uh, you know, the flight costs uh, to travel hacking and obviously the accommodation costs through house sitting, then you got your food, which you have to do anywhere back in the U.S. or wherever else you're from, and then the transport, which you have to do anywhere if you're paying gas back in your hometown or public transport. So uh, you've definitely figured out a great system. And, uh, you know, uh, you said uh, you're going to talk a little bit more about the house sitting, about the different platforms you can use. They're literally, uh, you know, dozens of different websites. Uh, some of them are much yeah. more popular than others. So why don't you walk us through uh, what have you found to be some of the best websites for house sitting? Oh, okay, um, for sure. So the three, the three, our top favorites that we've had the best luck with as far as just quality house sits, quality hosts, um, it's kind of the, we, what we look for um, when, we're, when we're house sit shopping, I guess you can say, when we're looking for a good house sit to go into, is we look for the comfort levels, the responsibilities that we're going to have with plants, pets, etc. And um, so comfort, the amount of relaxation we're going to be able to have, because you're going, usually most people are traveling to go on vacation. And for us, like, even though we were living long term, and, and we were planning actually to be out in Europe until December, but um, Sarah is not one of the lucky ones that gets to bypass the morning sickness. So we decided to come home to get a little bit more comfortable. But like there's the there's the relaxation, there's the um, responsibility. So how much time will you actually have free versus caring for dogs, your responsibilities at the house, and then being able to go explore near you. So what what we've had the most detailed experience with is trustedhousesitters.com. That's by far one of our, I'd say that's top by a long shot, uh, is trustedhousesitters.com. Then we have Nomador um, or Nomad or is kind of, so it's like Nomad O-R. Uh, com. I'm still trying to figure out how they want us to pronounce that, but nomador.com and then um, housecares.com. So we've we've done the majority of our house sits through uh, trusted house sitters. I'd say 90% of our, our experiences with trustedhousesitters.com. And then nomador, we've had, a, we've had some pretty decent luck. And then uh, housecares is actually more, it's more friendly I found here in the United States for longer term, which we're looking at possibly doing is doing some house sits in the United States while we're here. Uh, for a couple months at a time versus a couple weeks at a time like we were doing out in Europe. But it's a good place to start. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, quite a few of our guests who, who do house sitting, they've raved about uh, trusted house sitters. Uh, something we want to do as well. Uh, right now we're doing a little bit more faster travel, you know, like uh, maybe mm -hmm. like one week like we're in San Diego but, or one month like we were in Colombia. Uh, but we haven't done like the three to six month one, so uh, we definitely that's something on the radar. Uh, so, uh, what would you say uh, would make a good uh, house sitter in terms of the profile, in terms of your skill set, 
and yeah, and that's the responsibilities you mentioned because you're not you're not just staying for free. You're actually uh, you know taking care of the dog or the pets. Sometimes it's horses or a whole bunch of other pets. Obviously gardening or t- uh, cleaning the place, etc. So yeah. uh, walk us through uh, walk us through what makes a good house sitter and some of the respons- responsibilities involved. Yeah, um, I'm so glad you brought this up because. So one, I'm going to be completely transparent. Like we say it's free accommodations. It is 100% free after you pay the sign-on bonus to get on with the platform. So those platforms like Trusted House Sitters, I believe it's $140 for the year, access to the community for a year. Um, and then Nomador was like, I think we did like a $40 for three months or something like that because we only wanted to get a couple house sits with them and test out that platform. Um, but what makes a really good house sitter, so if you enjoy a vacation where you basically just, I mean, you're leaving your pets at home, you're leaving your job, your responsibilities, everything at home. So you can go veg out on the beach somewhere for four or five hours a day. You just go out to eat. You, you want a true vacation where you're not focusing on anything. It's probably, house sitting's probably not for you. Um, <laughs> the reason being, like you said, like there's responsibilities and those obvious responsibilities are taking care of pets. I'd say about 80% of the time or 85% of the time, I'm making that stat up, but just after what my experiences of, of scrolling through thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of different house sets over the last couple months or last couple years, I'd say, um, you're going to be taking care of pets more than 85% of the time. You can find people that just want somebody to be there in the house to keep it safe from robberies or keep it safe from anything like that. Not saying that they're usually in areas that will be robbed, um, but you want to be for us, what we were looking at, and this is the reason why house sitting fit us so well, my wife and I, was we were traveling long term. We needed an internet connection. We work, um, Sarah works remotely for a software company. I work on my advertising company and then working on the travel or stuff, um, which is just barely fresh and getting started. So we've got a lot of work to do on that. But I was working on that. And so I was decently flexible with my time. But the majority of house sits, what happens is you have to do one to two walks a day if it's dogs. Um, and I've got a funny story about cats. We're not, I've learned that we're not cat people. It's not that we don't have anything against cats, but I learned very severely about an allergy I did not know I had. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, have, you basically have to feed, water them, be there for them. It's not feed, water, walk them, and then ditch them for the rest of the day for eight to 10 hours. Um, it's, you have to be there. Like they're, they're, uh, the hosts are entrusting their pets to you and they're basically like our pet we have a little dog um, running around here somewhere i believe uh but he is an extended family member. like he's our family he's part of our family and people are trusting you with a family member and that's the way to look at it and the way to respect it so um a good so if you like exploring because here's the thing is you can find house that's out there where people are hey are they're they're gonna say hey our pets are used to us going to work eight to nine hours a day so if you guys want to walk them in the morning and go out and check out the city and check out wherever the local attractions are for six to eight hours. They're usually okay with that. And they're pretty flexible with it. They understand that you're on holiday and that you want to travel. Um, so they're usually okay with that, but you have to come home every night and, and make sure you're there to feed them and, and take care of them. So with, with the house, I mean, we had, we hit all of our needs. We hit not having to pay, a crazy amount of money for Wi-Fi per month or per week that we were staying at the place. And then we were home for four to, four to eight hours every day. So we were there available for those pets. Um, so that's, that's why it fit us so well. And if you're looking to do that, it's seriously the fastest way, in my opinion, in my experience talking with other long-term travelers, it is the fastest way to go long-term travel 
is find yourself a remote job. It doesn't need to be paying crazy amounts of money, but find yourself a remote job. Get yourself um, location independent by getting house sits and uh, and budget flights. And that's, I mean, you knock so many birds out of the sky with one single stone. So that's kind of my rant on what the house sitting, what makes a good house sitter. And I hope that helps a lot of your, your listeners here. <laughs> You're definitely a great ambassador of the concept, and uh, yeah, I can definitely uh, agree from you from uh, my uh, many, many interviews with different house sitters, as they, they really, uh, you know, uh, they fall in love with the concept because uh, once you fly to a place, you don't have to fly anymore, you're based in the city, and then all you need to do is do your shopping, and uh, obviously, there's going to be a kitchen there, and you can cook, and uh, definitely save money there, and all. Uh, one of the other key things is getting work stuff done because uh, when you're traveling kind of faster, it's a lot harder to get stuff done because you're checking in and checking out, packing and unpacking, travel planning. You don't have consistent Wi-Fi. You don't have a consistent space, a consistent routine. So sometimes you just <laughs> need that at the break. So I can see why uh, people are such big ambassadors. Uh, so for people just starting out, I think that's the hardest thing is when you're starting out, you don't have credibility. You don't have reviews or ratings. So uh, how yeah. do you get your first <laughs> Or the first house is it's a it's a cash twenty two, isn't it? You need the ratings to get the house set. If you don't have house sets, how can you get the ratings? So how can you break out of that uh, the cash twenty two? Yeah, um, this is actually something that I just got done writing for our course that we're putting together on how to kind of basically go from nothing to get land your first house set and kind of get started with this long term travel stuff. But specifically, like the the best thing you can do um, is ask your neighbors, your family, and your friends because I guarantee some one of those guys, family neighbors, so family neighbors or friends, they have pets and they are probably planning on a trip, especially this time of year around the holidays. Ask them to let you babysit or not babysit, pet sit their dogs or pet house sit their house as they're away. The reason why is because um, on Nomador and on Trusted House Sitters, you can actually email um, email those people, those friends, family, neighbors to get a reference. So that basically allows you to get, like basically gets you experience without getting experience through the platform. So what my wife and I did, and, and I also suggest doing that, um, if you can do like an actual house sit where you go stay somewhere close to your local area there, uh, go start, go stay in a local house very close to your house there and just do a test run because house sitting comes with a lot of surprises. <laughs> a lot of surprises. Like in our last house sit, um, this I hope this doesn't scare people away, but in our last house sit, the last three days we were evacuated because of forest fires. So, and that was in the that was in the uh, that was in central Portugal. So we had to throw three dogs into a car and and figure out how to get all of the, the necessities out of the house to make sure that the house, if it was to burn down, which it didn't. Um, but we, I mean, we had some crazy experiences. So, I mean, we've gone to the vets in different, we've gone to vets in different languages. Like in France, we don't speak French at all. We're sitting here trying to explain this dog's sick, something's wrong with his ear and like da da da. Like there's a lot of things that come off as surprises with house sitting. So my number one piece of advice to get started is do a trial run before paying for any platform um, you can get on those platforms and usually search about, I think it's about 50% of the listings to kind of get an idea of where these house sits are, which is another thing I'll get into is the location of those house sits. But to get started, do a trial run, see if it's something that you're up to. Um, we did a trial run, which it wasn't, it turned into a full fledged deal. We did a five week, um, we did a five week house sit for two dogs, um, about four hours away from our house in Northern, Northern Utah. Um, we're, we're based in, uh, Southwest Idaho right now. So 
we did that and then we realized hey this is awesome like this is really cool the house that we did a house that came with a hot tub which was a little benefit that's a perk that you kind of get you get little perks here and there with different house sets and and so we're like hey this is something we want to do and we had we had a really good feel for it and uh and just just get a feel for it that's all that's my word of caution to people is do a trial run and then things go well which they usually go it's not too hard to, to keep pets alive and keep them happy but uh, <laughs> we struggle with keeping plants alive more than we do keeping pets alive. So, <laughs> but uh, with with dogs or with cats, like whatever it is, like then have that person write a review to you, write a review for you. Um, and there's in Nomador and in Trusted House Sitters, they have a couple different uh, methods on how you can get those to import and show on your profile. Um, but that that is like the biggest word of caution I have. I mean, that's not even to get into what's going to make a what's going to make a, like a rockstar profile and like what's really going to make you stand out amongst the competition. And cause you have to apply for house sits and you go against multiple other people that are applying for those house sits. Um, our biggest goal right now is to get one in Hawaii, but everyone in Hawaii within the first five hours has about 50 applicants, which is crazy. So, <laughs> but you, you gotta like think about like, there's all these different things. How do I make my profile stand out from others? How do I, um, how do I land my first house sit without having a bunch of credibility behind me, um, which goes really into honing in on how you are going to speak your host language and how do you get strangers because they are complete strangers to trust you and, and overcome the stranger danger and, and kind of overcome all of these obstacles, which not to be discouraging, but all I say is before putting all the effort into building this crazy profile and really doing a lot of thought on what your, what your story is going to be and, and getting launched and paying for a, for a house sitting site, do a trial run first. It's the best thing you can do. Do a trial run close to home for a weekend, for a week, something like that. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, great tip there. Definitely uh, get to your local neighbor, the family or friend uh, to uh, uh, get the dog and cat and babysit them, house, uh, sorry, pets at them, and then boom, you got yourself a review, and then you can import that into one of the sites. So uh, great tips there. Uh, any other suggestions or strategies for uh, long-term uh, budget travel besides the house sitting and uh, the travel hacking? Yeah, um, so a combination of budgets, budget, um, blah, 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 getting tongue twisted here. Uh, with house sitting and um, it's something you actually mentioned is the Wi-Fi, you don't have to pay for that Wi-Fi going to local like internet cafes or anything like that. And you don't have to, the other thing is you have a full-fledged kitchen almost 100, I'd say 100% of the time because you're living in someone else's home. Um, that is so nice because you save money. Like my wife and I, we are, we love food and gelato and yeah, gelato was basically our budget buster in when we were in South of France, in South France and stuff. Like those were our budget busters there is food. But what was cool is we were able to kind of take our mindset of kind of budget budget eating here, eating ramen noodles and, and eating just very economically friendly meals here. We took that with us and we basically said, okay, we're going to eat out two to three times a week. But we are with the meals that we're not going to eat out, we're going to just buy ramen noodles and live pretty cheap. I mean, we're living college diet here at home. Um, we live the college diet out there as well. But what we did is we saved some of that, the, the budget money and like, it was easy because we could cook at home. Breakfast, lunches were always taken care of, and then we'd go out for dinner um, or dessert uh, two or three times a week. And it still allowed us to experience the culture because that's one of the best ways I feel to experience cultures through food. Um, so we were able to do that, but we weren't able, we weren't eating out every meal of the day. So, and I know that's a big deal for a lot of families, especially families, it gets expensive when you're feeding three to five mouths. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're, we're actually here in Santiago, Chile, and uh, we avoid uh, the ice creams out. We just bought the Machado ice cream, and then when they're out, they're like, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. We're like, don't worry, we have ice cream waiting for your home. We have ice cream waiting for your home. Uh, that definitely saves a lot because uh, you can get a whole tub of ice cream or you can get, you know, like, a, you know, a scoop costs a fortune when you're traveling or just anywhere outside, yeah. uh, just a scoop or uh, so uh, they, uh, yeah, some great great tips there. So you actually have a website as well uh, called uh, Travel Lures, where you're documenting uh -huh. your trips, uh, you're uh, you're covering different gear, budget travel, etc. Uh, tell us more about the site. When did you launch it, and uh, what are the major themes and topics you're writing about on there, Mitch? Yeah, so we launched the site probably about a month ago, but since all the craziness of the forest fires and finding out that we're pregnant and uh, <laughs> traveling home and doing all that. Uh, we have kind of left that on the wayside, which has been my bad because I'm I'm kind of over taking over that. We basically, so Instagram is what we use to tell our story, not necessarily give the travel tips, but kind of follow our adventures on Instagram. And, and Travel Lures is T-R-A-V-E-L, so travel, and then O-R-A-S, O-R, yeah, O-A-R-S. There we go, misspelling my last name there. So last name is L-O-A-R, so it's travel, O-A-R-S, there we go, <laughs> uh, dot com. Basically what that, we're, we're designing that to be basically the go-to hub to find out what gear is best for you, what, what you need to do to work when you travel. But more importantly, that's gonna be turned in. I'm still working on some revamps here, even though we just launched it. Um, we are gonna be releasing our course here in about two to three weeks. Um, we're going to be revamping the website to be built around that travel course because that's going to be our main, our main priority is helping people get out. And there's going to be a ton of tips and articles on there of what to do in certain destinations and, and kind of, uh, uh, what tips just really just solid foundation tips to travel on a budget. And that's going to be our main thing. I don't know if we'll do the destination guides cause we're not. I'm not a writer, <laughs> either is my wife, but what we will do is we'll, we want to get a good core set of articles up there that'll be building a good foundation to get you started with vacationing, short-term and long-term travel, all of the above. Um, and it's going to be really exciting to explore the family travel and what we can write and what we can help people out with that. So uh, that's kind of what we're doing, but the main focus is going to be that travel course. And you definitely snagged the amazing domain name, thetravelcourse.com. You couldn't have asked for anything better, yeah. could you? <laughs> yeah, the travel course. So it's thetravelcourse.com. You can go there to sign up for our newsletter, or our uh, not necessarily our newsletter, just to get notified on our mailing list of when that's going to be going live. I'm um, I'm putting together, like literally piecing together today, tomorrow, and the next day our free training video. And what that's going to do is. It's going to show you basically how to what you need to do and what card to look for just to get started and kind of get your foundation set on on getting thrown into the trajectory of this travel hacking and what that is is the flights and then what you can do to what basically what platforms we think are the best as you've heard here um, but then going also a little bit more in depth with getting started with travel or with house sitting um, so we'll be hitting those two points in that training video. It's my goal is to make it about 15 minutes. It'll probably turn out to 20 minutes. You can tell I like talking. So um, we're going to be doing that and probably getting like a 20 minute free training video to get you started, but it will be a precursor to launching into the course. So yeah, we're excited about that. That's going to be, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, definitely exciting times indeed. So if people wanted to connect with you, uh, Mitch, uh, to uh, find out about your travels, about ask you about travel hacking, uh, you know, budget travel, house sitting, the travel course, et cetera. Uh, once again, what's the site uh, and uh, how can people reach out and connect with you? 
Yeah, so head over to thetravelors.com, um, follow us, and you can also message us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, if you just search Travelors, uh, again, it's T-R-A-V-E-L-O-A-R-S.com, um, or you can search that on Instagram or Facebook. Feel free to jump over, shoot us a message. We usually reply uh, within an hour or two, if not immediately, because I'm always online. So we're like we're open books, guys. Like I know we're going, we're coming out with a course that's going to be going to be a paid course. Um, the price point we're looking at right now is going to be about 300 bucks. But what we're trying to do is change the way people travel forever um, and kind of really get that into and allow families like to do what you're doing, which is so cool, Ricky. Like Chile, like we talked about this a little bit off air, is one of my favorite countries in the world, if not my second favorite next to the U.S. But um, yeah, like we're we have a lot of plans to to continue traveling with families, and this is the, one of the methods that we're going to be using to do it. So we hope it can benefit you guys too and your listeners. Well, uh, thanks again, Mitch. You know, definitely, uh, Santiago, Chile is a beautiful place. And for those of you who are watching the video version, I'll show you a little view from our Airbnb, so you guys can get inspired to come to Santiago as well. So there's a view, beautiful Andes yeah. Mountains there. Uh, the Plaza de Armas, which is the main square, is just uh, behind this uh, building here. Unfortunately, today is a little bit cloudy, but uh, beautiful sunsets uh, right here from a room here. So uh, thanks, everyone. Hey, and uh, thanks, Mitch, uh, for your time today. Some great insights. We'll catch up with you soon, my friend. Yeah, have some sopa pias for me. It's good street food. <laughs> we'll definitely have some of that. So thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money and how to save money, as demonstrated in this episode, while traveling the world.